You're listening to The RN Mentor, a podcast designed to document and bring you the work and experience of some of the most influential nurses in our profession. We will be sitting down and having a discussion with the leaders of today's nursing world as they share their work, how they navigate their nursing path, and their views on the future of the profession. My name is Ali Tayeb. I am a registered nurse, United States Navy veteran, a Jonas Veterans Healthcare Scholar, and your host for The RN Mentor. everyone and welcome to another episode of the RN Mentor Podcast. Uh, today we will be talking about the DAISY Foundation, an organization I am very familiar with. I had the pleasure of serving as the DAISY Coordinator at a Southern California hospital and it was one of the most rewarding things I have done in my years in the nursing field. Uh, just to bring uh, some perspective into the importance of the DAISY Foundation, over its 20-year-plus existence in the nursing world, uh, I want to actually read uh, some of the accolades bestowed on Bonnie and, Bar- and Mark uh, Barnes, the co-founders of the DAISY Foundation. Uh, Bonnie and Mark Barnes have been honored uh, for their work by hospitals uh, and nursing organizations with Friends of Nursing Awards and a prestigious President's Special Recognition Award at a 2010 Magnet Conference. They were honored with uh, AACN's Pioneering Spirit Award, inducted in, um, as honorary fellows of the American Academy of Nursing, inducted as honorary members of Sigma Theta Tau International Nursing Honor Society, received honorary member awards from the Oncology Nursing Society and the Association of Pediatric Hematology and Oncology Nurses. Uh, an impressive list uh, by any standards, uh, so it is with great pleasure that I welcome Bonnie Barnes, the co-founder of the DAISY Foundation, uh, to the podcast. So welcome, Bonnie. Well, thank you, Ali. And I listened to that list of, of recognitions for that Mark and I have received, and I'm a little bit overwhelmed by all of this. We often pinch ourselves and say, wait a minute, we're the ones who are here to honor nurses this is not about honoring Mark and me or even the foundation. It's about us providing that recognition back to the profession. And yet I, um, we're obviously deeply grateful that the Daisy Foundation has come to mean so much to nurses, not only throughout the United States, but now in 27 other countries. So thank you for, for highlighting all that as part of my introduction. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely well deserved. So I just want you to know that, uh, I've known, I've known nurses, uh, that have received the awards just because I was in that role. And I've had students since who've gone out into the nursing world and have become recipients of the Daisy Award. And I see their posts uh, everywhere. Uh, so, uh, very happy that uh, the organization exists. Uh, I'm a big believer in rewards and recognition and it's definitely uh, uh, an important uh, cause that the foundation has taken on. And, I, and I'm thankful for that. Um, oh, so for, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I really wanted to touch uh, and bring, uh, bring our audience uh, a little bit of what the Daisy foundation is about and the inspiration behind it. Uh, I personally know the story behind it, but I was hoping you would share that with our audience. Oh, I'm always happy to share the story. It's, it is 20 years ago now, actually it was 20 years ago, last November 
that um, Mark, my husband's son, woke up one morning with some peculiar symptoms. He had a mouthful of blood blisters, and his name was Patrick. He was 33 years old, and he and his wife, Tina, had just given us our first grandchild six weeks before he woke up this, with these symptoms and went to the doctor and found out after a blood test that he had a very, very low platelet count. So he was admitted to the hospital with a diagnosis of ITP, an autoimmune disease where his body was making platelets that were destroying his, I'm sorry, were making antibodies that were destroying his platelets. Well, Mark and I, being retired, had the great gift of being able to go to uh, Pat and be with his family, thinking we would just be there for a few days, get a little more time with our brand new grandbaby and, and, and give them some help. But those few days turned into the eight worst worst possible weeks of our lives. Patrick became increasingly ill. Mark and I basically moved into the hospital and spent as much time at his bedside as we could um, advocating for him and and also being there to, to support him in whatever way we could. And frankly, it was a shock to us that he passed away at the end of those eight weeks. But when he died, like so many families, we just had to find some way to pull ourselves out of a, a very deep hole, fill the very deep gaping hole in our hearts that his death had left, and find some very positive way to keep Patrick's spirit alive, because he was a terrific and very uplifting guy. So as we got together with his wife, Tina, uh, right after he passed away, we started talking about what we could do in his memory, and what positive thing could we hold on to? And the one positive thing we could come up with was his nurses. We were, of course, clinically impressed with what they did in terms of taking care of him. They were great at all the equipment that was brought in, all the technology, their assessment skills were tremendous, all of that. But we expected they would be wonderful from a clinical perspective. What we didn't expect that made such a huge difference to us was the way they delivered their care. Patrick's nurses were so sensitive, so kind, and so compassionate, not only to him, but to all of us in the family. And very simply, we needed to say thank you to nurses. So DAISY stands for Diseases Attacking the Immune System, since Patrick had one of those, and it keeps us rooted in our experience with Pat's nurses. And we created the DAISY Award for Extraordinary Nurses as a way to provide ongoing recognition of nurses. We felt that Nurses Week, which we knew about, was just not enough to carry on the recognition, the really meaningful recognition of what nurses do every day. And we wanted to carry that on by having other patients and families and coworkers share their story of what a nurse had done that made a difference to a patient or family member. So that's what the DAISY Award's all about. Uh, I will tell you that when we started this program, never in our wildest dreams did we imagine that today, 20 years later, there would be over 4,400 healthcare facilities and schools of nursing, not only throughout the U.S., but in 27 other countries. Uh, wow, that's just amazing to hear those numbers. It is. The number, that, though, that knocks us out the most, the number that we pull to our hearts more than anyone is the fact that more than 1.6 million times the story of a nurse has been written by a patient, family member, or coworker as a DAISY nomination. So we know after 1.6 million nominations, 
we are not the only folks who need to say thank you to nurses. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, you know, I've been privileged to uh, read some of those stories because I was the coordinator for a short period of time. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, one of the things that's always uh, uh, kind of been astounding for me is, is the fact that people really take time and, and really do a great job in nominating uh, their colleagues or if they're, if they're a patient to nominate the nurse. I mean, this really going that extra mile to actually sit down and really write some incredible, uh, stories that, uh, during, with the nomination. So I think that, that just that in itself, the fact that those stories exist is amazing. And otherwise you, know, you would really not hear it. Yeah. Ali, I want to tell you, we just did a study. It was published in the February issue of Nurse Leader, the American Organization for Nursing Leadership's journal. And it, it just, the study was a qualitative series of interviews done at a health system in Michigan where patients who wrote DAISY nominations were asked what it meant to them to be able to say thank you to their nurses. And it's, it's really, um, Fascinating. I mean, we know what it meant to us to say thank you to nurses through Daisy, but to hear what it means, the themes that came through um, in this research that patients and families talk about in the, the synergy of that human connection that's made for them, what I like to think of as the balance. You know, nurses have taken care of a patient for some period of time, but Daisy gives them a way to, to pay that back and to create that balance and and connect in such a human way to their nurse when, once they write that nomination. And the other theme uh, that really got my attention was the fact that, that this kind of expression of gratitude to a nurse really transcends the moment, that, that we as patients remember our nurses, we take that forward, and we take the ability to say thank you to them in such a meaningful way for a very long term, and there are other ramifications of that statement of gratitude. So I would would encourage anyone who's interested to read that um, that study in in Nurse Leader from February. That would, that would be excellent. Uh, so thank you for sharing that. Um, now I have a question for you. Uh, there are a couple of stories that stand out for me as uh, as I had the privilege of reading some of those uh, nominations. Uh, any stories that stand out stand out for you uh, that you recall that's mm -hmm. kind of just stuck out stuck with you over the years. Oh my gosh, there are so many and we read so many of them. There's always a great big box of Kleenex on my desk. Um, but let me, let me share. Well, there's one, um, that actually has happened a few times that I just love it. The first time I read it, it blew me away. There was a child, uh, a little girl who was terminally ill and her great wish was to go to the beach and put her toes in the sand and her nurse went out that night when she had this little girl tell her about this dream of hers and did her own little make-a-wish event happen in the, in the little girl's room the next day with her parents where she brought in a, a big plastic swimming pool and she filled it with sanitized sand and beach oh, wow. toys and all of that and, and made a real beach day for that wonderful little girl. It was just um, a beautiful story. And, and this child tragically died just a few days later, but she got her wish thanks to this nurse's creativity and, and resourcefulness. That's so that's certainly one. And then, you know, we are having this conversation in the midst of the pandemic. And one of the stories that I've heard now several times is um, really strikes me is how nurses are ensuring that patients, even though they may be ventilated and very close to death, 
are hearing the voices of their families, their families who can't be in the room with them, but the nurses are arranging for uh, phone calls so that families can say goodbye to their loved ones before they pass away. And uh, that just touches me no end. I, I heard about that today, about a, a patient in New York who passed away, and her, her nurse was uh, able to make the family there at her side at the time. Very, very important. Uh, these are all very uh, amazing stories, and I, I love hearing about them. And I'm so glad that we're seeing uh, it's it's during tragic uh, during during some tragedy during uh, at the at the national level or actually world level, I should say. Uh, but some of the nursing stories that are coming out, I'm glad uh, nurses are getting uh, some uh, some press. Uh, well, Ali, I have been saying over the last couple of weeks that for many years, Mark and I would go around and we'd talk to nurses and we'd make speeches at events and we would talk about nurses as unsung heroes. And finally, I can now say no longer are nurses unsung heroes. Everybody is singing praises of nurses. Everybody is is uh, harmonizing in a chorus of gratitude to our healthcare workers and including, of course, our nurses. And Every night at seven o'clock when I watch those videos of, of residents in the cities coming out and banging on drums and, and, uh, yelling to nurses and in our area here in California, they're actually howling like wolves. But the <laughs> applause that are going on, I mean, all of it every day, the gratitude to nurses is now making sure that nurses are no longer unsung heroes. Everyone knows they're heroes. I love that. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, the the you know the the uh, recognition is definitely uh, or the out, I should say the outward recognition is definitely welcome. Yeah. Uh, now I have a question for you. So uh, I I that, you know uh, I did go through the website and you have so many uh, other programs now in place in recognizing nurses because when I was looking when I was doing this uh, it was primarily. Uh, recognizing nursing nurses in hospitals, but that has significantly grown. Um, can you share with us uh, some of those programs? Yeah. Sure. Well, what it really is all about is the Daisy Award. And what we learned uh, quite some time ago and finally put into place over the last three years is that as we expanded recognition using the Daisy Award to other venues, whether it was an ambulatory setting or or a school of nursing, for example, even though we were referring to the opportunity to recognize a faculty member for their inspiration of uh, their nursing students, and we called it the Daisy Faculty Award, the faculty members called it the Daisy Award. They knew about the Daisy Award from their hospital work where they were instructing students, but they didn't think of it as a faculty award. They felt they were receiving the Daisy Award. And this was really an epiphany for us because we realized that there was no reason to keep anything separate. Our work, our, our passionate mission is to honor nurses wherever they are in their careers, wherever they are practicing nursing in whatever aspect it may be. So it's, um, it was an epiphany to say everybody is receiving the Daisy Award. They just may be getting it in one venue versus another. So that's why the program has expanded to, uh, as you're seeing it, it's really about the location of, of where the Daisy Award's going on. It's, but it's all one program. It's all the Daisy Award. 
Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic to see, uh, the program has grown into, uh, other areas, including academia where, uh, I, I currently reside. Um, so, um, it, along with the Daisy Award, there, there's some other things that also happen, which is part of what the a Daisy, uh, nominee or a Daisy recipient, um, actually receives, uh, which, uh, which, Definitely satisfied my sweet tooth more than once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so can you share with us, for example, what a Daisy recipient receives? And, and well, really what, one of the main things I, that I was very impressed with is the healer's touch statue, which is fantastic. Oh, thank you. Well, when we started the program, we were really looking for a symbol that we could give as a gift to our Daisy honorees that described that beautiful bond between nurses and, and their patients. And we found this symbol of all places in Zimbabwe. And we call it a healer's touch. It's actually a classic design of stone carving. The, the Shona people of Zimbabwe uh, have for, for thousands of years been some of the most beautiful stone carvers ever. And they had this classic design that, frankly, they called mother and child. And Mark and I were very fortunate to have visited Southern Africa a few times, so we were familiar with this design. And when we saw it at a gallery right after the after we started the, the Daisy Award, we thought, oh, my gosh, that is the perfect symbol of the relationship between a nurse and a patient. So we decided to rename it because we figured we'd be bringing a few of them in from Zimbabwe. And we've created a relationship now with a community of stone carvers in Zimbabwe. We actually support 22 artists full time now with the purchase of these beautiful works of art. And I always say this is another example of the incredible impact that nurses have reaching around the world and putting food on the table and and a roof over the heads of these wonderful artists and hundreds of people in their extended families. So every one of our Daisy honorees receives a hand-carved stone sculpture that is signed by one of our artists, and we call it a healer's touch. You are listening to the RN Mentor Podcast with Ali Tayeb. So, Bonnie, I know we talked about my sweet tooth for a second. Uh, can you tell us uh, what the relationship between uh, the Daisy Foundation and Cinnabon is? Because I know Cinnabon has been a huge supporter of uh, nurses with the annual uh, Nurses Week. Uh, but what's the relationship when it comes to Cinnabon and the Daisy Foundation? We ask that at every Daisy celebration, there be a um, serving of a cinnamon roll to all the people who are present. And the reason is that when Patrick was in the hospital and very early on, as I said, he had a mouthful of blood blisters. He really had lost his appetite. And every day Mark and I were coming to the hospital and bringing different treats for him, hoping he'd eat something, but nothing got his attention until one morning we stopped at a Cinnabon bakery because Mark seems to think that Cinnabons are their own food group. He just loves them, and he wanted to pick up a cinnamon roll for himself. Well, we brought it into Patrick's room, and sure enough, Patrick took one smell of that and 
he thinks they're, I guess he thought that they were part of the basic food group too. So he took a bite and he ate the whole thing. Well, that night he asked us to please bring enough for all of his nurses the next day. So we did go to the Cinnabon Bakery and we brought in a few boxes of cinnamon rolls for the nurses. And sure enough, they disappeared really fast. And so when we were looking for some way within our Daisy celebrations, the Daisy Award presentation that actually happens, we felt that we needed a way to honor the nursing team because we know great patient care takes place not just by one nurse, but by a whole team. And so we decided that the perfect thing would be to take what was Patrick's gift to his nurses and make it his gift to the nurses of today. So that's why we ask that cinnamon rolls be served at every presentation or some kind of cinnamon treat. And we suggest that at every presentation, we use that wonderful cinnamon aroma as a sensory trigger to remind nurses how special they are to help them remember why they became nurses and to remember that their care is making a tremendous difference in the lives of their patients and family members. So Bonnie, can you tell us uh, some inform, give us some information on your uh, medical mission grants? I know that's something new for you guys. So we'd love to hear more about that. Sure. There are a number of benefits that our DAISY honorees are entitled to. Uh, for example, they can apply for reduced tuition at Chamberlain University. They can apply to um, the American Nurses Credentialing Center for a reduction in their certification or recertification fees. We have a scholarship program for nurses who want to go to a professional conference to advance their their. Uh, uh, professional development, and that's sponsored by our friends at Cherokee Medical Uniforms. But a few years ago, Mark and I noticed that we were hearing from DAISY nurses who were looking to go out on medical missions and take their their tremendous compassion and, of course, their skill to, to places that really needed that kind of care that they could provide. And they wanted to participate in mission work, but they had to pay their own way. And we were frankly surprised by that and thought, well, gosh, you know, Daisy didn't have a way to provide that, but Mark and I were writing a lot of personal checks to help these nurses along. And we took, took this concept to our board of directors and said, what if we made the possibility of a, a medical mission grant available to our honorees? And of course, our board of directors is wildly supportive of anything for nurses and thought this was a great idea. So we incorporated to our, our benefits package a, a grant program for nurses going out on medical missions. And it's been really exciting to, um, to hear the stories of what these nurses are getting to do as they go to places like Uganda and the Philippines and um, South America and you know, really all over the world to be bringing, again, their, their extraordinary compassion and skill to very underserved populations. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, you know, you guys are uh, are an international organization and doing incredible work. So thank you so much for doing everything that you're doing. Now, uh, Bonnie, now if somebody is looking to become uh, affiliate, affiliated with the DAISY Foundation, how do, I, how do they go about doing something like that? Oh, it's very easy. Um, on our website, daisyfoundation.org, there is uh, a request information form. 
and all you have to do is fill that out and it is immediately sent to one of our regional program directors who are very expert at helping to provide all the information that um, someone needs to, to have in order to make the decision to become a DAISY partner. And then it's also our, our regional team's work to bring on um, the, the organization to ensure that their DAISY program is wildly successful. So it's very easy. Just go to the website, daisyfoundation.org, and we will, we will be very happy to partner with any organization that's employing nurses and, and wants to honor them for their extraordinary care. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Now, Bonnie, I understand that uh, you've also published a book uh, to commemorate your 20 years uh, with the DAISY. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? something that Mark and I have been really excited about, and um, we are hearing such great feedback about it. I, I just want to share this with your listeners. In commemoration of our 20th anniversary, which coincided with the International Year of the Nurse and Midwife, we felt it was important for us to, to tell the story of how the Daisy Foundation came to be and how it went from us being at, at Patrick's bedside to now over 4,400 facilities around the world. And so we decided to, to put a book together. Now, I'm the first one to admit we didn't actually write this book. We had a fabulous ghostwriter whose name is not on the cover but on the first page. And um, the book has gotten such wonderful feedback. It's called Shining the Light on All the Right, Celebrating the Art of Nursing Around the World. And Mark and I are the co-authors. It's available on our website, also through Amazon. But I would hope that if anyone is interested in learning more about the Daisy Foundation and this journey we've been on to bring meaningful recognition to to nurses and, and making them sung about heroes as opposed to unsung, well, I hope you'll think about picking up a copy of this book, Shining the Light on All the Right, Celebrating the Art of Nursing Around the World. Fantastic! Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, I have your I have your foundation link on my website, but I will uh, uh, put a uh, Amazon link also to your book so people can easily access that. Uh, so again, uh, you guys are doing amazing work. Amazing work! Uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been truly an honor for me to highlight the, uh, the work of the Daisy Foundation. And I wish you continued success in your mission because I think it's, it's, uh, it's a, such a noble cause and, and you guys are, putting, are going above and beyond uh, um, anything anybody else has ever, you know, could think about doing. Well, thank uh, you, Ellie. It's, it's our privilege, believe me. Thank you. So uh, for our listeners, if you would like to, again, learn more about how you can support Daisy Foundation, uh, please visit www.daisyfoundation.org. Uh, I also, like I mentioned, have a link on my uh, website uh, podcast page at www.alirtayeb.com. So www.alirtayeb.com. Thank you so much. And it's been a pleasure. You've been listening to the RN Mentor with your host, Ali Tayeb. Please don't forget to visit www.aliartayeb.com. That's www.aliartayeb.com.
A-R-T-A-Y-Y-E-B.com for podcast notes and resources. And don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, I wish you fair winds and following seas.